Hello to you and welcome to the Exploratory Testing Podcast. Exploratory testing is a style of skilled multidisciplinary testing. It centers learning and our applications serve as external imagination in figuring out all the great things testing. Here I am, your host Marit, broadcasting perspectives, collecting ideas and stories to share. Be sure to share this podcast. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, my name is Marit Pyhäjärvi, and this podcast is my new space uh, to share ideas, experiences, and stories around exploratory testing. On this very first episode, I want to go heads first into one of the misconceptions many people have about contemporary exploratory testing. But before we get there, let's first uh, talk a little bit to set up the stage. So imagine someone becoming a tester. Imagine you have a career changer with no past work experience in the software industry. Right now, you're actually imagining a colleague of mine, someone I just worked with for the last six months, and I got the chance in midst of all of this remote work to work with this trainee and teach them how to become an exploratory tester. I have myself walked the path of exploratory testing for the last 25 years, and for me, it's been a foundational practice in becoming the testing professional I find myself to be today. So definitely something that I'm particularly excited about. So I took this trainee, uh, I trained them in exploratory testing. uh, And when you're imagining this person, it probably doesn't surprise you when I tell you that in the six months, the person you're trying to imagine learned a lot. Uh, They learned how the work that in the beginning appears just to be a few hours, it can't be that difficult to test a simple application by first look, meaning that the team was ready to fix whatever the tester uh, found. That might be a little bit more surprising to add to your person you're imagining, but you know, you get the idea. The feedback was welcome. The feedback was acted on. The, The person you're imagining, they tested, They found a lot of bugs, they got a lot of bugs fixed, and the software uh, that we both work on is now better for the users because of the work this tester that we're imagining here uh, did on the application. Uh, Exploratory testing was an approach that helped the trainee contribute already on the first day and the first week, starting from Finding the first bug to learning to report the bug was a basic foundational principle. Every single day they spent at office with us, they were growing, they were learning more skills. Exploratory testing as a practice, it centers the tester. So it basically gave this tester the agency, uh, even when they were new to the industry. And it asked the tester to become better, better testing comes through better testers, so we definitely got that. After these six months with us, they got a permanent job elsewhere with a significant raise, and I'm definitely uh, very proud of the tester they become and the results they're able to provide. Now, going back to thinking of the person you imagined and the results you imagined, 
exploratory tester trained from a different career path in the software industry. Do you imagine automation as part of that exploratory tester that you have in mind right now? For many people, they don't. Uh, Automation isn't considered a part of it, but it definitely was a part of this tester that you should be imagining here. When I teach exploratory testing, like I did with this trainee, I teach it uh, with an automationist's gambit. Like Queen's Gambit, the chess opening move, automation to me is one of the possible opening moves you can do in exploratory testing. You can put that first, you can put that second, you can put that last, you can intertwine it with all the other work that you're doing, but I expect to find it there, and I definitely did teach my trainee to use automation as documentation, and now, as a result, we in the team, we have a set of tests automated by the trainee that do some testing for us even long after they're gone and happy in their new job. The trainee, their last action just before they left in the end of the year was to leave us one more pull request, one more idea that they wanted to leave behind as executable specification running test automation. That open pull request, I reviewed it uh, after the trainee left happily merged it, and I was feeling very sentimental on being able to give them all of these these skills of exploratory testing going forward. This trainee has six months in the industry, and yet they managed to do something that took me personally, as a tester, quite much more time in my career to get to this idea that it's not either or, it's yes and uh, with test automation and exploratory testing. Their testing still continues in the project after they're gone, and I'm going to be very interested in seeing how long their impact still shows in the project that they worked on. We will probably dedicate whole episodes later in the series of this podcast to stories about automation in exploratory testing and giving you concrete examples of what to do and how to do and uh, understanding all kinds of things in the frame of exploratory testing. But at this point, I just wanted to use my trainee as a bridge to one of my past experiences and introduce how I frame things based on, on how I grew to be the tester that I am today. When I started testing, Agile uh, with continuous delivery, that wasn't really the way we worked. Uh, It's now the way that I work, and it's definitely a way that I enjoy working in, but it wasn't a thing back in in, in whatever, 25 years ago. Uh, We were not really embracing change. We were controlling change, and... For me, it meant that we often even rather left bad bugs for users than take the risk of opening the software and risking breaking something else in the end of a very, very complex project. I've had a chance of revisiting my own beliefs about testing and how do we organize for good testing, and I've changed my focuses around these topics many, many times over the last decades, and I've been through quite many jobs 
leaving many of them behind. So in this experience, kind of going back to comparing uh, uh, to the inspiration that the new tester that, that just left us uh, gave to me, I find I've come to ask myself a question quite often. I've come to ask how valuable am I as a tester for my organization? And I've worked over the years <laughs> to find some ways of figuring out how to model uh, the value that I have as a tester. So telling you a bit of a story on one of the latest models that I've been using around this. Two jobs ago, not in the job that I'm now, not in the job I was before, but the one before that, as I was leaving, I did my usual reflection of what did I achieve? Uh, was it time well spent? What kind of things did I learn? What was the value that the organization got out of me? And going back to my notes right now, I look at the things that I wrote down that I have talked about over the years, that over the course of the first two and a half years in that job, I had personally reported and gotten fixed 2,261 issues. That's quite a number of issues per day, especially including the fact that I wasn't at the office all the time. I was doing already my fair share of conference speaking and traveling uh, back then. But just counting the numbers was something that I, I did. I turned the numbers down in the upcoming one and a half years that I still stayed in that very same job. And I turned the numbers down by basically stopping buck reporting and deciding that my time was better used in walking up to a developer, pairing with a developer in getting that fix, understanding together what kind of a problem were we facing there. And the numbers were much less impressive afterwards. But the overall quality and our efficiency in working together definitely improved. So I moved from kind of personal numbers to numbers around us working well together as a team. So I uh, did that for a year and a half. And in the end of the whole thing, I still looked back and uh, wondered what was the value? How value am I for, uh, for my organizations? I could say I left behind a product that was in a better shape. That's definitely true. I could say I left behind people that uh, could better build and test software. The developers learned to do quite nicely exploratory testing, especially looking at my face and saying, oh, you'd want me to test this. And I wouldn't have to even tell them what I'd want but they just magically would know it. So I left better people behind. I could say I personally uh, took away uh, someone who turned into a better tester because I learned so much with that project. And I also learned to be a better programmer having that close collaboration with my developers. But since I really always aspire uh, even higher, even to more learning, I still was asking myself, could I have used my time in some different way, ending up uh, with more value to the company? And I went back to this question for one of the conference presentations like a year ago. 
Uh, with exploratory testing, there always comes this idea of an opportunity cost. That the idea of opportunity cost is that the tester is in the center of making day-to-day -day decisions and has agency in deciding exactly how the time will be used in the frame of wishes and hopes and goals that we have in the organization, but can make choices of where to use time. I had chosen to use my time on reporting a lot of issues and getting them fixed for the first two and a half years. And then for the later one and a half years, I had chosen to not report so many of the issues, but work with the developers to make sure that they could avoid those issues and understand themselves how they could be finding them. I had chosen to use my time on growing developers to be better testers. But I had also chosen not to use my time on automation. And as I left, I was almost painfully aware, now especially in hindsight, looking at the trainee that just left, uh, that whoever came after me would still have a lot of work, that all automation work, ahead of them, as I had introduced continuous delivery without test automation and introduced a way of testing that kind of relied on me combining change-based test design, knowing the domain and understanding the architecture in a way that you can after you've spent four years with it. So looking back, I would have rather left them something executable but again, hindsight is the kind of, of thing that you just want to use in learning when you go forward. And that's how I now train my colleagues. And that's how I now do the work where I decide on where I use my time within exploratory testing. Now I want to leave behind test automation, which is basically executable documentation that people then can use when I'm gone, when I'm unavailable, when I want to focus on, on something else. And I think uh, that over the years, I found ways of doing that also with complete newbies, like the trainee that I worked with for the last six months, and without compromising the other things I expect of them and of myself within exploratory testing. So, this whole story here is kind of going to my big secret, how to do this whole thing. I use less time nowadays in warning people about how automation can do testing. Some people like having these conversations about how automation only does checking and how testing is something completely different. I think it does testing, but it doesn't do complete testing. And uh, when I'm avoiding using time on these conversations, trying to make the argument of possible deficiencies of automation, I can already use my time on creating just a little bit of that automation that I can then leave behind. So making choices of where we use our time is definitely my big secret here. And I find that nowadays, because of these learnings, I uh, frame exploratory testing uh, and automation within exploratory testing as documentation. So automation is just one way of documenting. Well, you could also use a checklist. You could also use a mind map. You could use even test cases that you would use to remind yourself of the features. But automation 
is a great choice where you could be using time when you are creating documentation. So, with these stories and outcomes, I wish you enjoyable exploratory testing, and I hope to have you back for the next episode discussing whatever inspired me to share them. <laughs>